Exactly 10 years after his first participation in the Swedish Melody Festivalen, Andreas Lundstedt got young to represent Switzerland. Easily to confuse with Sweden. How on earth did this happen? Why didn't he write a single word about it in his extremely revealing autobiography? How many tries has he done to reach Eurovision and what really happened in Greece? And I know you all wondering, who is this gorgeous guy with perfect swinglish that I can't see? Yeah, I'm Emil Lövström and you are listening to Eurovision Legends with Petra Medes best friend. Welcome to Eurovision Legends, Andreas Lundstedt. Thank you very, very much. <laughs> How is your life in Greece right now? Right now, well, you know what? Um, we had a very, well, the shortest vi- winter in my life, because I'm Swedish. Uh, and usually, you know how it is in Sweden, it's like in October, it gets dark and then it's dark until, I don't know, March, something. Yeah. And cold. Uh, here we have, like, I would say, maybe three, four weeks of uh, cold weather, which is like four or five plus. So it's never going minus, you know. But now spring has arrived. So we have 19 degrees today. It's really oh, lovely. Lovely. Yes. So it's, 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 uh, it's good. I mean, it's lockdown still. And, uh, you know, the pandemic really depressing. But we, me and my husband, we decided not to be depressed about it so we're trying to keep uh, busy with uh, different projects and we're building a studio so we can make some music and um, record ourselves for the first time which is really exciting so we're doing that so that's a big project Uh, so we have a little we will have a a, a big a big no a little a small studio cute hey a small (laughs) hello (laughs) a small studio here in greece Fantastic. So life is good. Life is good. Life is good. Maybe I shall send the jingle to you in instrumental version so you can sing it. Yes. This is the first time we have a recorded digital conversation, you and I. But Mm -hmm. I believe it's the first time two gay guys on cam are fully dressed. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know that. You don't know that. (laughs) What I'm not wearing. (laughs) True. Is your husband lurking around in the background? <laughs> oh, he's actually on a uh, on toilet right now, <laughs> to be honest. And I said, you better be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can invite him a little bit later. Of course, of course. I thought we could warm up with some quick questions. Yes. Best song from Sweden in Eurovision? Uh, Euphoria. Worst song from Sweden in Eurovision? Worst song, um, then I think you have to go back a little bit because I think the last 10 years has been really good, of 20 years. Okay. But that's a good song though. Malta. Yeah. Wasn't their name? Yes, yeah. exactly. And Nova in Eurovision. Who should have competed for Sweden in Eurovision but didn't win in Melody Festivalen? Besides Alcazar and your solo songs, of course. Oh, <laughs> uh, who would I, um, um, that's a tricky one because I really think. Okay, I was madly in love with Hope and Glory with uh, Mons. We were in the same um, final with State Night, and I thought that was really, really, I thought that would win. I'm still standing for hope and 
favorite country in Eurovision besides Sweden? What do you mean, favorite country? In Eurovision, besides Sweden. Oh, as it comes to music and... <laughs> I thought you meant, like, what, what country is the most beautiful or whatever, <laughs> except for Sweden. Like, German is nice, nice sausage. Uh, yeah, um, music, I would say, I would say, gaga, I had to think. I mean, that varies. What? You can't. It varies. Yeah. It varies. <laughs> you don't have any favorite country besides No, wait, 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 stop it. I have. Okay. <laughs> Israel. Because I think Israel, yeah, Israel is... I, I mean, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Ofra Haza. And my favorite song is Hallelujah, sing a song, Israel. Best song in Eurovision 2006. Ooh, I would say... I'm, I'm, I'm struggling between Anna Visi, competed for Greece, and actually Carola, Sweden. Yeah, both of them, because they're fantastic songs and fantastic singers. Worst song in Eurovision 2006. <laughs> Rock, what's it called? Hallelujah. Hard rock hallelujah, the winner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I love their, what they did to it. I mean, I love it, but I don't like that kind of music. So, Who should have won Eurovision but didn't? Sorry. <coughs> I'm dying. <coughs> um, yeah. Hi, hi, hi. I think it was 1983 or 82. 83. Yay! And Carola got third place. Yes. Who should not have won Eurovision but did? I think Ireland had a song. Was it called Why Me? Yeah, awful. Awful. Okay. <laughs> Last question. One word about Ralph Siegel. Oh, very humble. Well, that went uh, well. Your husband told me before that you are a bit slow, but I'm happy with this. <laughs> I blame the Greek sun. And I mean the sun up there. I don't have a sun. You are one of Sweden's biggest artists and have participated nine times in Melody Festival. How many of those attempts would you say you were there to win and not just to promote a new song? Hmm. I would say definitely two of the time. No, wait. I've done more than... No, I mean, all the songs we did with Alcazar, we really believed in and thought this would do great in, in Eurovision. Uh, the solo things, I think I'd more, I didn't, when I went, every time I went solo, I didn't have the confidence to even dream of like going to Eurovision with that song. And if you don't ha have that confidence, it's really difficult to win. <laughs> you know, yeah. you have to have that. And I've learned to have that confidence if I would ever compete again in the future. Even though I say that all the time, this all the time that uh, I think doesn't, it's not all about winning. It's actually the best TV music festival uh, there is in the world. So just to be able to perform, even though of course you do it because you want it to be a hit and but play on the radio because you're it's your life. This is, it pays your bills yeah. <laughs> also because yeah. this is my job. 
Um, but but the winning uh, doesn't have to be. It's not the most important thing. Five times with Alcazar and four times solo. Shall we take a listen to some of your melody Ooh. festival and repertoire? Of course. Welcome to our galaxy. heard Alcastor, not a sinner nor a saint, Drive Dag, Falleregn, Stay the Night and Move. Mm, I like still it. love these songs. Thank you. I love these songs too. I will always love them. How much <laughs> has Melody Festival meant for your career, would you say? Oh my god. I would say almost everything has, you know, thanks to Melody Festival. Because it, it put me on a, on a big platform. Being seen by so many people uh, watching the show on TV... I mean, it's the biggest uh, window as a performer, as an artist, to do these shows, these fantastic music festivals. Yeah, without that, I, I, I probably would do what I'm doing, but in a different way. It has really been, a, I would say, a blessing for me. Shall we take a listen to your first demo that was sent to Melody Festival in 1992? <laughs> yes. <laughs> But I didn't invite you to talk about how you didn't reach Eurovision through a Melody Festival. And I invited you because you got an offer to compete for Switzerland. Yes. And of course, Andreas, because you're fierce and I love you. Mm, I love you. 
can we begin with how on earth did this come about? Yeah. Okay. We have to. You have to bear in mind that this is 15 years ago, and I have a hard time remember what I did last week. So I'm gonna <laughs> try to remember as much as possible. The thing is, um, I got a call from Ralph Siegel, or my manager got a call from Ralph Siegel's people that they were looking for a, a Swedish singer to be a part of a, a group that would compete for Switzerland. This was like maybe I don't know eight months before the actual uh, Eurovision. Yeah. And it was supposed to be three singers from Switzerland, I think. But then they changed their mind and starting to look for uh, singers from different countries because they wanted to make uh, like six different nationalities in one group representing different colors and sexual genders and uh, all that. She promotes peace and unity. This sounds very like... I mean, but that was the idea. Yeah, yeah. Which is really sweet. I mean, I really love the idea when they presented it. It was, they had like 30 people, about 30 singers they were, um, had their eyes on. Yeah. And then they narrowed it down to me and the other five singers, uh, which is a big honor, of course. And when it, I heard it was Ralph Siegel that had wrote the song together with, oh, what's his name, band? Meinunga. Meinunga. Yeah. I was like, this is crazy. And the cool thing was also that there was no competition in Switzerland. It was just this song and that was written and they would send it straight to Eurovision. Everybody has a dream What will come and what will be And hopes it soon Will be reality But a dream is not enough There's so much we gotta do To overcome that bit of blue Cause we are no one hand alone Can never move a rock of stone It takes us all, me and you If we all give a little If we all give a little We can I know that your first memory of Eurovision is a song composed by Ralph Siegel. Le Papa Pingouin. Le Papa Pingouin, Le Papa Pingouin. Oh, I love that song. Actually, I didn't know that until a couple of years ago, and I found out that he also did that song. I mean, he wrote Ein bisschen Frieden. Ein bisschen Frieden, ein bisschen Sonne für diese Erde, auf der wir wohnen. Ein bisschen Frieden, ein bisschen Freude, ein bisschen Wärme, das wünsche ich mir. Nicole and also Gingis Khan. Ha, ching, ching. 
one song with that German disco song with a, a blind woman. Yeah, I can't live without music. Yes, I can live without music. Exactly. I can live without music. period Alcazar had split up and according to the tabloids in Sweden you were not even friends so I wonder what did your life look in 2005 when you got this offer? Um, I was uh, we were talking but I we, we weren't that you know enemies or anything we were just tired yeah <laughs> as my defense they're not interesting in writing good things like they're doing fine it's more that doesn't sell, you know. But uh, yeah, I was doing a musical, Saturday Night Fever, in Stockholm. I play in the lead role, um, the John Travolta role uh, as Tony Manero. So I was doing that uh, when I got the call. In a previous episode with the duo Cat Cat, who competed for Finland 94, Katja revealed that she was also contacted for this project. And she went to Ralf's studio in Munich where she met several other artists, she said, from different countries. Did you meet her? When was this? 2004? No, no it was 2005, uh, yeah. in November. They, I wasn't at that casting. I don't know if they were still looking, because when I came down, I was alone, actually. Okay. Uh, I, they flew me to Munich, to Val Siegel's amazing studio. Yeah, and <laughs> apartment. Her, and apartment. And the studio is, uh, you know, you take the elevator down. To downstairs, like underground, and it was crazy. And I did a little singing for them, like uh, I don't know what I sang, but something. And they tried it in the studio. I maybe I even tried to sing a little on the the actual song. Could be, I don't remember. Um, so yeah, so I didn't meet them. I didn't. I, I the first time I met the the cast of Six for One. That was when it was all uh, decided who were gonna be the ones. In the group. Would that be funny if you said, because Katya said that she <laughs> met you? <laughs> no, Katya said that there were some uh, Russians and it, it was a, a total mess, everything. And she went home crying. Oh no! She didn't feel good at all in Munich. Oh, I'm sorry for that, Katya. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that experience at all. your first reaction when you heard the song? Uh, the first reaction when I heard the song was cute. Uh, I heard like a total like, wow, this is such a, it, the message is really nice. If we all give a little, everyone can do a little, you know, Every, not everyone can do everything, but you can always do a little to make the world a better place. Uh, so for me, that was more the lyric. And then the song had a, we are the world feel to it very come together I, I maybe i i did honestly feel maybe it has a little it was maybe 10 20 years too late yeah as a, as a production enough but but saying that uh, those songs doesn't have to mean that that so, those songs work i mean they can work anyway yeah they can be timeless uh, exactly good said because i i think i i i must have thought it was more timeless because i wouldn't jump on a, on on a production if I didn't really think 
that it had a chance because I, I honestly thought that it had a pretty good chance in the in the Eurovision. Yeah, and before the contest, it had a good chance because you were topped and tipped to win. Was we? Were yes, we? Yes, according to the bookmakers, you and uh, Greece, Sweden, Romania, and uh, Switzerland was tipped to win. With everything I hate, everything you do, everything I fear, everything on you, baby, baby, I'm still in One was Tinka Milinovic from Bosnia-Herzegovina, mm -hmm. Claudia Dado from Switzerland, Keith mm -hmm. Camilleri from Malta, Marco Matias from Germany with roots in Portugal, and Liel Collet from Israel. Can you exactly. tell me about your band colleagues? Um, Because I've heard that the group didn't get along. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you nasty, you. I'm going to be honest. Yes, as honest I can be without being sued. Because why Why not? It's not fun if I'm not honest. Uh, I will tell you that when we met, it was actually love at first sight. Everyone was so nice. We were getting so well taken care of by, by uh, Ralph Siegel's people, because he has people over, you know. And, yeah. they, they, and Ralph was so sweet. And, and you know, it was, it was a really friendly, friendly environment and a nice energy. And... We were all very curious, of course, of each other. So we, you know, started talking all six together, like, oh, like, like a kids in the kindergarten, like, very curious. Um, it was a nice beginning of the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. And of course, sometimes, I mean, me and Tinka, we, we fell in love. You know, we always find in a group, you find people that you maybe fancy more. Or, so I think uh, everyone, I mean, Liel, The girl from Israel, she was 16 years old. I mean, she was very young. And she was the only one of us that had her manager with her. Okay, I don't hate people because I don't believe in hating people. But some, there's some people that it's, it, I mean, you can't help. You just have to hate. I mean, Hitler or Donald Trump. She brought Trump <laughs> <laughs> to your mission. Exactly. No, but no. Because Liel was really sweet, but she was this manager. Uh, she was the manager was like a, a guardian angel, of course, because Liel was 16, but also had a mission, which I understand later on. Back, back then, I just thought she was vicious. She was mean. She was telling us that she didn't think we sang well, the other ones. She was mocking Claudia when she was doing her nice runs, like whale. Oh, she was like, you sound like a, like a chicken, stuff like that. Bullying people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, to, I, get, I don't know why, maybe because we, so we would not feel as self-confident. I have no idea. And she, uh, she developed a very good uh, friendship uh, and, with uh, Ralph Siegel. To him, she was the sweetheart, but she has all. She was also 
Her plan was, which I understand in the after, when I do the aftermath, was to put Liel as the lead singer in, in the group more. Like put her in the middle and, and, and make her the star. Because uh, in the beginning, it was actually supposed to be Claudia, because she was from Switzerland, that she was supposed to do more of the leading sing and be in the middle. Because she was like, she's a country. We are, you know, branches out from, you know, Europe, uh, representing like, yeah, like a branch. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I guess. I'm trying to paint the picture here. <laughs> Slowly, she was like, maybe Liel should be a little, because Liel was on the far side and all of a sudden she was like in the middle and all of a sudden she had more to sing on the song and and we were like hmm, this is weird and and i know that claudia didn't maybe love the idea but she was as we are what what can we do it's not if they say so we we just you know yes so go with it but um so maybe i think the manager tuliel made us not as um homogenic as a group Okay. Because she made sure that Liel was never to hang out with us. Liel was always with her manager and uh, somewhere else. So it was like five to one, not six for one. It was so, which was a bit, uh, I don't think the manager thought, thought about that, but kind of maybe did. So she treated us like we were the background singers. And back then, this is 15 years ago, of course we were a little like bitch. <laughs> yeah. We're all here, you know, we're in this together. Everyone is supposed to be like about unity and peace and, and love, uh, not about like ranking us like she's the best and who's less better than her. N nothing like that. So she was a bit infectious with, with the whole thing. So I wouldn't blame Liel ever. She was a, such a sweetheart. Yeah, she was kind of, you know, under the wings of a, a evil woman. So that's true. This was not the first time Ralf had put together a supergroup from different countries for another country. Uh, in 1985, his composition Children, Kinder, Enfants represented Luxembourg with six singers from four different countries. Mm -hmm. And the original idea was to let them sing in three different languages, French, English and German. And now you may wonder, what an original idea! <laughs> <laughs> Recycling, nothing is bad with us. Like Beyonce recycles all the time. And we love her, don't we? Yes, we do. <laughs> Was your song always in English? Om vi alla är lite, lite grann till vår ljud. It was, uh, it was, uh, I just have to add on a thing that I said. I don't, I don't mean to lash out on this manager. I don't know her. She probably went to a find yourself uh, retreat after this <laughs> and become more loving person. I forgive, I forgive her. Uh, we had a great time. We were a great group. I just have to say that. Us five. We had so much fun, and I love them so much, and I miss them actually. Liel, I never got to meet, uh, uh, get to know that much, because she was pulled out of the group 
by Manchester. I just say that. I'm not a horrible person. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope you got flowers like next week. Oh yeah. No, no. Yeah, no, no. It was, it was, it was all in English from the from the get go. Okay. It was never um, a discussion of doing it different languages. Even though I know that uh, Claudia, uh, she didn't speak English, but she sang great in English, which is so crazy. Eurovision in 2006 was held in Athens, as we said before. And what are your memories from the host city? Uh, and um, please make <clears throat> sure your husband doesn't hear us and please share some juicy <laughs> gossip. No, well, first, we, we actually we shot a video of the If We All Give Little, which was in Greece. So we went to Greece to this beautiful island. I have no idea the name. I don't remember. And then we flew to Athens. Uh, actually, I spent my... I celebrate my birthday there. <laughs> Happy birthday to me. It's crazy. Have you been... You've been to the Eurovision? Yes, several times. Yes, yeah. It's very I mean, hectic. It, exactly. And and it's it was shuttle buses from one place to another. And just to do the rehearsal took like two hours to get to the rehearsal. You know, so... It was a lot of driving, a lot of preparation, interviews, PR interviews, and then at evenings, a lot of parties that you had to go to because that's what you were expecting to do, which was great. It was so much fun. But I, I didn't get to see much of Athens as Athens, more than my mother came down to visit me during the week, and we had an afternoon So this is, my, my husband can hear this, because it was me and my mother <laughs> taking a walk. They were very decent. <laughs> yeah, taking a walk uh, through like downtown Athens and just saw some, some uh, uh, Acropolis. Acropolis, yes. We saw Acropolis. <laughs> so, <laughs> we, you know, so I, no, I didn't, I didn't go to like wild parties till the morning. I was a good boy and... Uh, You were not a sinner, you were a saint. I was a saint, but also because you have, I think, when you go to such a big... I didn't, I couldn't even dream of how big it was until I got there. It was mind-blowing how big it is. And uh, and we are we were six people who were kind of like kids in a candy store, like, oh, 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 and then you had our, you know, delegation that was taking care of us, like, <laughs> like we were ducks. Yeah. And and you had this uh, dog like oh, go to the right, go to the left, and we're like oh, so like this is so much fun to to be in. So and also the focus was really to do a great number, three minutes to do the best three minutes we've ever done. But wasn't we you used serious. to this? I mean, you had a great career before with Alcazar and were huge abroad. So yeah. weren't you? Wasn't this normal like, yeah. days? Normal, just normal. Yeah, but but uh, normal, but not normal because it's you know big venue, the whole shebang, the whole production. It's ah, crazy big. So and to be in that for like well, I think we were there for a week, if not maybe a little bit more. You never really learn. I think when it comes to that, you just know that you have to make sure you get good night's sleep because. It was long days and a lot of focus. But I think maybe, am I thinking it? Because I took it very seriously this uh, this week. I maybe maybe I was a little too pretentious. Who made your styling? I asked because I rewatched this yesterday, and you do look like six people who had never met. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we actually took care of our own styling, but yeah. me, I called Margareta Jule, which is uh, you know, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. The designer that done so many things for Alcazar and and and, and one other of the artists. best from Sweden, yeah. Yes, and we've been old friends since 
forever. And uh, so I asked her if she wanted to help me. And so she, she did. I'm very thankful for that. And uh, no, it was very, I think we brought the clothes, maybe took a picture and sent it to, to Ralph Siegel and his people. They were like, great. And then we met and took our clothes. And some of the girls had different, like, should I have this or this? And we were like, well, this, why not that? So yeah, it's maybe it's not that cohesive. Yeah. <laughs> Did I tell you, by the way, we had a choreographer. Okay. I mean, we don't do any dance moves or anything, but we were working with a choreographer in Zurich, uh, in Switzerland, for one whole week, seven days. Okay. That was crazy. Just to, uh, I don't know really why, <laughs> but she <Yeah>. was fierce. <laughs> she was a dancer from Germany. She's like, yes, one, two, three. And then she just wanted to bring out our personalities. In the beginning, it was like, there's no steps. Uh, no, there's no dance steps, but just to find your, how do you say you have a big stage, you have a big arena. You just to be able to carry that. But it was crazy because at the takes, we were not supposed to do like, if we stretch your arm all, uh, never the same thing, different things every time because they wanted to be authentic and real. Okay. But it was weird. <laughs> Seven days, like, one, two, three, again, yeah. And then we're like, if we are, what can you do? Like, we, we had a little walk to the front and then we looked at each other and, and shit, we were struggling. It was fun, but it was a little crazy. <laughs> yeah, let's say it was like Army of Lovers dancing. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Waving with the hands on that side and on that yes, side. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Stretching, looking, camera, big moves. Yeah. But I guess I'm, I'm, I'm sure something happened when we rehearsed. Probably something that we didn't even realize ourselves, that we maybe got more relaxed with each other and, uh, you know, There must be a reason why we did it for like seven days. Yeah. How much money was invested in this, would you say? Oy vey. I have no idea. But Do you know? No. But did you felt that? A lot. Yes. A lot from the Swiss... Um, the Swiss TV company. Know. <laughs> yes. Because, I mean, they flew us to Munich a couple of times. All six of us from different places. They flew us to Zurich a couple of times. We did some TV shows at, in Zurich, oh, in, in Switzerland before. And I can imagine the hotel expenses, I, everything. And also, I just have to say, of course, Liel, she flew business class. And that, that I must say, good manager. <laughs> <laughs> that I think, so good, good for you, girl. Can you reveal what you got paid for this? Uh, what I got paid? I don't even know if I got paid. Actually, I don't know. It must have been maybe a little shy sum of under the table <laughs> under the table <laughs> yeah or just a, you know a dinner with Ralph <laughs> we probably got we must have got something paid of course um, but it wasn't big I mean because everything is so expensive yeah. uh, usually the artist doesn't get like a crazy amount of money um, the money goes to other things but I know that even if Ralph Siegel is a businessman he's very generous yes very much so The other day I talked to Fabrizio Faniello, who competed for Malta this year, and mm. got a very strong one point in the end. Uh-huh. Yeah, he came he came last mm. with one point. Oh. He told me 
that the tensions in Greece was very high because such big names competed. We had, for example, Kate Ryan for Belgium, mm. who missed the final. Superstar in Greece, Anna Vissi, competed oh, and Sweden's own Anna Vissi, Carola, Carola, who won the contest in 91. And not to forget the Spanish condiments, Las Ketchup! <laughs> <laughs> How did you experience the atmosphere? <laughs> it was a star-studded uh, atmosphere. Uh, I mean, again, we, you know, you, you you have your room and you stay in that room until you get like shuffled away to the stage or to the PR uh, conference hall. So, but we did meet. I mean, outside before the competition and all that. Uh, I mean, it was just love. People were just so happy to be there. Yeah. I didn't I didn't I didn't see any like crazy or angry or diva people. It was uh, very friendly. I think because you get so humble when you're in that position when you in your vision because it's so amazing. So everyone looked just very yeah, nice and happy. And also Elena Paparizu, she won the year prior with uh, my number one and um but, um, I mean, she was a superstar before in Greece, and, and she still is the biggest star here in Greece. Um, but she actually went from to every country, from room to room, signed a beautiful photograph on her, like, best wishes, oh. Elena Caprizu, and gave it by hand, like, good luck, everybody. That was so nice. Yeah. She didn't need, need, have to do that, but she, she did that, and that was really, really nice gesture from her, I think. She's such a star. I love her. The Monsters from Finland won. A lively Dima Bilan from Russia came second and Bosnia Herzegovina came third. Were these the right songs that ended on top? Say that again? Wait, wait. Uh, Finland? Won. Yes, we know. And Russia <laughs> came second. And Which one was that? Dima Bilan. Never, never let you go. You are the one I'm searching for. Flash on my flash, burn off my ball. Love's coming in, in the snow. You were like standing on a piano or something, right? Yes. Yes. And Bosnia Herzegovina with Leila came third. The Balkan ballad. Right. These the right songs that ended on top, you think? I thought Anna Vissi came second. No, she was ninth. Oh my god! In my head, she she was like you know, I thought she would win. Uh, and the question was if I would think some uh, other. If you could change the outcome, yes. give us the top three. I would change, and I would say I think Anna Vissi definitely should have won, or Carola actually. It's my husband screaming. 
my husband says Carola should have won <laughs> and not Anna Vissi. <laughs> I'm torn between those two because I think they're really, really good. Uh, and also I liked, uh, what was it called? Love something. Crazy song. Must be love. Show me your love. You can oh, Show me your love. Ukraine. It was quite good songs. Yeah, it was. But I remember there was one, I don't remember if it was Belarus or Bulgaria. There was a big, huge, tall man in the number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Bulgaria. As yes. This. Yes. Yeah. Because we met backstage yeah. during, uh, I don't know, I don't remember why we were there, but six for one were there and he came walking and he was huge. I've never seen such a big person. It was crazy. And the girl, the singer, was so tiny. in green room oh it was really nervous i mean as it should be because you know the whole europe has laid their votes and it was so crazy because i mean it didn't go that well for six for one i don't even know where we came last or we came 16th how many competed 24 oh, okay so in the middle that? like ralph siegel would say in the middle uh, yeah but it was a uh, strange because i was sitting there with Switzerland, the table. We had, I had a Swiss flag that I was waving with, like, oh, we got, because we got 10 points or 12 points for Malta, I remember. Yes. That was like the, yeah. the only, kind of the only point of the highest point. And I was looking over like a couple of tables away. You had Sweden with Carola and, and all, all her great backup singers that I know, waving with those flags, so happy because she was doing well. Kind of. She, she came by fifth or seventh. Fifth, yeah. Fifth, yeah. So there was a lot of tense and, you know, a good. And I was looking, like, waving my little Swiss flag. going like, <laughs> this is really a strange, like, thing to be a part of. Fun, but also a bit surrealistic. Kind of like I just want to run over sometimes to Sweden and be like, yay, congratulations. Going back to Swiss. Bye. No, but it was, the tension was, it was really nervous. But then we realized kind of, quickly that okay this is not we're not going to be on the top in the top how disappointed were you in the team actually we were not disappointed ralph siegel then yes he was very disappointed afterwards we said we sat at the hotel and had some wine he asked me and said why andreas why did we not get better points which was so difficult to answer because i don't know i mean it wasn't that type of song that was supposed to win or supposed to do well even though like we talked about like you said it, it, it a timeless it's a t- i think it's a timeless song a bit old and and uh, that year they wanted something completely different yeah some monsters some monsters which were they were hilarious i mean they were walking around with those dresses and masks the whole week on every party actually we did take pictures with them 
Uh, and they were like, oh, no, no, no. It's so funny. In their character, it wasn't like, hi, my name is <laughs> Nikki, actually. But nice to meet you. They were like, oh, yes. How did they smell? Remember that Tinka actually, because she's crazy, I love her. She was like kind of going, taking a sniff <laughs> under the armpits when the guy was putting his arm around her for the photo- photography, for the photo. Uh, but uh, I think they pre- uh, probably had like different, same dresses, but different, uh, several clothes. Yeah, you know what I mean. Totally understand. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I, I think about that. You said that Ralph Siegel asked you about why you didn't get more points. And mm-hmm. what do you think? Well, I think, first of all, because <clears throat> you were the first song to go out. Mm. So I believe Europe had already forgot about it. Yeah, true. Uh, but I also believe that this was maybe 10 years too late. Yeah. And Germany had already said no to all these songs that Ralph presented for his own country. Uh, so I believe that Europe was tired of this. Yeah, I, I totally agree. But I don't say it's a bad song. I, actually, I think it's, I, I love it more and more. Now, like 20, 15 years later, I, when I hear it, I, it's not that I play it every day, but I've, I've played it a couple of times for my friends here in uh, Greece. Yeah. When I t- tell them, no, I was competing for Switzerland 15 years ago. Like, huh? Sweden? <laughs> no, Switzerland. <laughs> so I play it, I'm like, it's nice. It has a nice... Like a lullaby slash, you know, kumbaya, my lord, kumbaya feeling to it. I, I think it's cute. But like you said, and also that year was like the coolest thing that Finland won yeah. with the monsters. It, I mean, even though I don't love the song, it's a really cool concept. I yeah. totally get it and I love it. And it's, you know, and that's so far away from if we all give a little. Yeah. Um, so that was what people wanted that year. Yeah. But I mean, I had... I was so happy that I got to experience this, that I got to go to Greece, that I got to meet these fantastic people in 641. I mean, it was so much fun. We had so much fun, uh, despite the stupid manager. But I mean, other than that, Ralph was such a sweetheart, so generous, so nice, so open to let us, you know, when we sang the song in the studio uh, with him, open to try different things. He was really, really a really nice man uh, with a lot of money <laughs> with a beautiful house i loved it <laughs> no but it was it was so, so for me i i wasn't i wasn't sad because it was just the coolest experience and to, to do this in in beautiful athens even though even though i didn't see more than some places with my mother but um you know it was great are you still in contact with anyone from this project Actually, me and Tinka were in contact for many years after. She went to Sweden to visit me. Have you talked to Ralf Siegel since? Um, no. I know that he was sick. Yeah. Or, yeah. I don't know how it... it He's well now. He's well now. I did send him a happy birthday if it was a year or two years ago, three years ago. Yeah. An album was released by the group Six. Yes. <laughs> with several Eurovision rejects. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Is that what the songs were? <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't, actually. We played them here. Hear the winds of change. Life is kind of strange. You feel your soul is crying. Dreams are dying. Don't know where. Turning, and I'll be by your side.
Friends are friends, and we are tomorrow. Friends. Yes. Do you think <clears throat> if we all give a little, what's the best song of the bunch? Friends. Um. Yes, I think so. Yeah. Your solo song "Love Gun" was added to the album. Yes, it was. How come? No. Um. Uh, I think it was that everyone got to contribute contribute with uh, one or two songs. We had one song each because uh, we did four or five songs with Six and One. Four. Four, yeah. And to make a whole album, you need more songs yeah. than that. So they, I had recently just done that song, so that suited perfectly to have it on the album. It's a bit naughty song, isn't it? I don't remember the uh, lyrics right now because I played it for my husband, and he hasn't really heard it. But he listened to the lyrics, and he was like, "This is really naughty." <laughs> and I was like, "No, it's." It's about love and about someone shooting someone. Okay, now I get what a love gun is. Yes. Okay. Give me, give me, give me what I want, what I need, baby. Fire your love gun. <laughs> down, down, down on my knees, begging, please, baby. Fire your love gun. And then the the verse is even more dirty. You have to listen to it. Yes. People. We play it here. Baby, the way you're getting down, the disco all around. Me wish I had been bad tonight Cause I would like for you to come Take me in and give me some Of the shots you always shoot so right present more songs for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I don't think so. I guess no. because since he wanted you to be part of this project, maybe he wanted you to sing other songs too? No. Nope. It was just for this... No! Nope. <laughs> I mean, I would love that if he, if he did. But uh, And after I, did, uh, after I did this, I think Alcazar started again, kind of, 2007. So... There was no really room to make it, do some Ralph Siegel music, but I mean, I would, of course, if he would call me and say, I have a song for you, Andreas, it's not that I would say, nine, I would say, yeah, <laughs> let, <laughs> let me hear it. You never know. I mean, he's a great musician. He's a great, he does great songs. He has actually composed my jingle for this show. Are you kidding me? No. Are you friends? Yes, we are friends. How come? Uh, because I invited him to this podcast. And oh. he was so glad that I called him. Actually, I didn't I didn't know that he was in US when I called him. So I, I he was sleeping when I called him. So I was like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> But he was so glad that oh. I woke him up. 
Yes. You put a smile on my face now because it's so nice to hear that he and he did the jingle for you. That you see, he's such a nice person. Usually, the the bigger person you are, the the nicer you are, and then you have some assholes around, the small yeah. person yeah. people, yeah. and uh, and he's really really sweet. Have you got a question to compete again in Eurovision? Is that a tricky question? Should I know? Do you, do you know? <laughs> I love this because you always get this nervous when I ask yes. a question that you think yes. that I know the answer for. But sometimes you sound like a prosecutor that goes like, <laughs> "Did you find this glove in that compartment, or was it in this?" Co-? I'm like, "Oh, do I write, answer the right question?" No, uh, <laughs> I. Uh, I think Alcazar was asked to compete, but that was maybe before, for for UK. Oh, yeah, but we didn't go that far. That we didn't say yes or anything. We, I think the question came that they were interested. So I don't think it, you know. But did they present a song? No. Okay. No, I think they wanted us to do the whole like come with the whole package, like a song, or, you know, everything. I guess is that even allowed? I don't know. Yes, it is. I think that was something, but that was like when we were four. Like I saw our 2003, that not a Saint era. Today you are living in Greece with your fabulous uh, husband, Daniel yeah. Mitsouganis, who is in the kitchen mm-hmm. drinking also, screaming <laughs> off and throwing plates, I guess. And rose petals <laughs> on beautiful people, me. <laughs> yes. He has tried his best in the Swedish pre-selection too. Yes. But compared to you, he's a bit more selective and has only competed once. <laughs> I'm the whore <laughs> in his family. I'm like, I'll do anything. <laughs> and he's more like, no, I'll wait. No. heard Parma that Daniel competed with in 2008. Lovely song. I still yes, love this song. Me too. And actually, he did a couple of gigs uh, last year when he did uh, Parma only with piano, yeah. uh, a guy playing piano. And so he made it like a ballad. It was beautiful. Even works as a ballad. You have to record so nice. it then. Yes. Two years ago, I got sent a song that was rejected in Sweden's pre-selection with Daniel Mitsoganis on vocal together with his brother, Bruno. And I know that many Schlager fans around the world will love this song, so I feel we must play it, Andrea. Yes! Of course! Such a thin line separates love from hate Such a distance to cross to turn back again Is it really a sin To give in to sweet desire And taking a chance Hoping that love will survive Let's throw the dice, go all in Raise the bets undisguised Let's fall in love Let's go breaking the rules
have just heard Unilove, composed by Bobby Jungren, Morten and Lina Eriksson, who all have participated in Eurovision. Bobby five times for Sweden and once for Lithuania, and the Eriksson family once for Neve Kavanagh for Ireland. Wow. They're, they're heavy guys. Cool. I mean, and the song, I love this. I love it. I love that, that song yeah, too. Yeah. It's so catchy. Which one of your Melody Festival songs, Andreas, do you think would have succeeded the best in Eurovision? I would stay the night, for sure. Is that your favorite of them too? Yes, it's my favorite song, definitely. I still love it, and uh, uh, every time we we performed it, it's. Something happens to the audience every time. I mean, people love the other songs too, but Wednesday the night comes on, which we always end with. It's I can't describe it. It's like people go crazy <laughs> in a good way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think that would have made a good uh, yeah chance your vision. Uh, Stay the night is my favorite. Uh, yeah. I believe I believe Alcastor would have been. Perfect yes. for Eurovision. It's not my favorite of Alcazar songs, but even if I like it, but I believe Alcazar would have put you on the top. Ah, probably too. Yeah, right. Make a wish upon a star, and forever trust in who you are. Let happiness be the source, and love be the force. To become an I'm so fortunate. I have such a, uh, amazing songs that have uh, participated throughout the years. I'm so uh, happy for that. People abroad always think that Charlotte Perelli, for example, has she has a huge success here in Sweden, of course, but yeah. she don't have a big repertoire like you have. Ah, that's true. The, yeah, yeah. the, the songs she has are yeah. amazing, but big. they are not so many, and you have extremely many. Yeah. Extremely, <laughs> zillions of zillions. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? It's it's kind of. I mean, it's a luxury to have that many songs. But when we do, when Alcazar did a, a concert or whatever, and maybe they just want us to do thirty minutes, we're like, Mm-mm, can't do that. We have to do longer <laughs> because we we can't kill our. You know, you have to kill your dollies. Like, okay, are we taking away Sinner or Alcazar? No, we can't. So. We have so many good songs and so many songs. We actually did more like medleys. Yeah. Thank you so much for this, Andreas. Thank you, Emil. This was so much fun. And thanks to you, our listeners out there in the world. I hope you enjoyed this shit chat with me and Andreas Lundstedt. And if you did, subscribe, like and write a review and tell everyone you know about Eurovision Legends. You find Eurovision Legends on Facebook and Instagram and all information on my website, eurovisionlegends.se. What do you say, Andreas? Shall we end this nice conversation with you trying to remember the chorus of your Eurovision song?
Uh, absolutely. I just have to say, you're amazing. And it's so great that you're doing this and that you have this podcast. It's really, really, it's so much fun. And thank you for having me. Thank, thank you. you. You're welcome. <laughs> no, thank you. Well, should I, what, what, what was the question? That I, if I remember the song? I just have to think a little bit because I know the, the song, but the lyrics. If we all give a little, if we all give a little, we can make this world a home for everyone. If we all give a little, we can dry a million tears and some hope will <laughs> out of many fears. I don't remember the whole lyrics. Oops.